Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. No adverse effects to the nose, throat, and sinuses. And it comes from a doctor who's been examining a group of Chesterfield smokers. As part of a program supervised by a responsible, independent research laboratory. Now, after a full year and four months, the doctor reports again. No adverse effects to the nose, throat, or sinuses from smoking Chesterfields. A COVID jab shill Peter Hotez attacks Alex Jones. Claims he never took money from Big Pharma. Now, he's really jumped the shark on this one. He's playing a shell game. He says, I take money from Bill Gates and the NIH. Well, that's the top. They pay for policy. And then the and then the research is done, uh, the dummy research that they've requested, the outcome they want. And then that is given back to Big Pharma that then produces the poison and is given liability protection by the NIH and by the federal government. And, and, and then the money travels back to Bill Gates and, and, and a few other big companies and his tax-free foundation, then he pays no taxes. About 10 years ago, we got approached by a group at the New York Blood Center led by Shibu Jiang and Lan Ying Du that had a pretty good idea for coronavirus vaccines. And at the time, nobody cared about coronavirus vaccines. They were sort of orphaned. And so um, we adopted it. What about big pharma being tax exempt? And that's really what's happening here, uh, is that Bill Gates brags, oh, I get 20 to 1 return on my vaccine investment. You've invested $10 billion in vaccinations over the last two decades, and you figured out the return on investment for that. And it kind of stunned me. Can you walk us through the math? It's been $100 billion overall that the world's put in. Our foundation uh, is a bit more than $10 billion, uh, but we feel there's been over a 20 to 1 return. So if you just look at the economic benefits, uh, that's a pretty strong number compared to anything else. Otez has a lot. When I say a lot of nerve, I mean he has a lot of nerve to sit up there and tell the world uh, that I am making this up. And what do you have to say to people who think they were vaccine injured? Anything for them? Don't come to me. I mean, do you have anything to say to people that think? Do you have anything to say to people? Yeah. I mean, do you think vaccine injuries are real, Peter? Yeah, sure, he's worth $35 million uh, on record. That's just what he shows on his taxes. $35 million, and the man is a pediatrician who runs a children's hospital, think guinea pigs, uh, and he thinks your children should be made to take the shots? It's all about uh, mass, mass compliance. That's going to be absolutely critical because if you don't have masks, remember this virus aerosolizes, so even six feet is not enough. Uh, it can go 17, 18 feet, several meters. What we really have to do is have vaccine mandates in the schools. We should have a rule that anyone who walks into a school over the age of 12 has to be vaccinated. This is the nature of the anti-vaccine movement in this country. It's got It's somehow married now to far right wing extremism and and white nationalist group. Anyone who's unvaccinated and has been lucky enough to escape COVID, your luck is about to run out. And I call it anti-science aggression coming mm. from Senator Rand Paul, Senator Johnson, members of the House of Representatives, in addition to those two senators. 
are killers starting to see now those same anti-vaccine messages that's coming out of the U.S. Uh, and, and now we're finding it in Africa and Latin America. And remember what the other re reason we're seeing this is the Putin government has, um, this has been reported by U.S. and British intelligence, has been piling on with this whole systematic program of what's being called weaponized health communications, trying to destabilize democracies with anti-vaccine, uh, anti-science messages. The Biden administration has to realize that that anti-science is a killer, disinformation. Yeah. It's not even just disinformation. It's, this is an anti-science empire right now, and we need Homeland Security. We need the Justice Department. We've really got to figure this out, and, and the health and health and human services will not be able to figure this out on their own. This is so criminal. This is so in America. This is so evil. Plus, everything they said the last three and a half years was a lie. These are epidemiologists. These are scientists. These are virologists. These are pathologists. They knew what they were doing, hurting the public and setting the precedent to weaponize big pharma and the media against the people and get away with murder. Because you can get away with murder. You can then do whatever you want and you can play God. It's Tuesday, June 27th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Thank you so much for being here with us for this live Tuesday broadcast. A lot of videos to show you today. Some longer videos to show you as well. We pick up some uh, some full segments here, including statements from Putin and the president of Belarus, Lukashenko, which has gone a bit video has gone a bit viral over the last day or so. We have a lot to talk about. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show as well. Let's just get into it, shall we? Here it is, your daily dispatch. Here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 27th of June, 2023. After mutiny, Putin says Wagner fighters can join army, go to Belarus, or return home. The Russian leader accuses the West of seeking fratricide as Prigozhin defends his aborted rebellion, claims aim was to highlight military failures in Ukraine and not to challenge the Kremlin. So this is sort of the, the last gasp, the end of this aborted coup. Russian President Vladimir Putin accused Ukraine and its Western allies Monday of wanting Russians to, quote, kill each other during a revolt by mercenaries of the Wagner Group, which stunned the country with an aborted march on Moscow over the weekend. In his first address to the nation since the rebels pulled back, Putin said he had issued orders to avoid bloodshed and grant an amnesty to the Wagner fighters, whose mutiny served up the greatest challenge yet to his two-decade rule. Quote, from the start of events, on my orders... Steps were taken to avoid a large-scale bloodshed, Putin said in a televised address, thanking Russians for their patriotism. It was precisely this fratricide that Russia's enemies wanted, both the neo-Nazis in Kiev and their Western patrons and all sorts of national traitors. They wanted Russian soldiers to kill each other, Putin said. Putin also thanked his security officials for their work during the armed rebellion in a meeting that included Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shugyu, or Shogyu, a main target of the mutiny. Again, we'll, we'll show you that video. Here in just a little bit, to show you what Putin said about the uh, about the, the failed coup that went on there, and of course the insinuation he's making that this was somehow either financed or perpetuated by 
uh, the Western enemies of Russia, which seems to be like a pretty good, pretty good guess. If you had to, you had to make a bet. I'd say that there was some Western manipulation going on in there, but we'll cover a little bit more of that later. Meanwhile, in a blow to the censorship industrial complex, the House of Representatives bans the Pentagon from funding disinfo monitors like NewsGuard. The House of Representatives included a role in the annual defense bill passed last Thursday banning the Department of Defense from funding organizations that police and rank news sites according to how, quote, reliable they are. This is particularly good news because the rule singled out the Global Disinformation Index, GDI, Graphica, NewsGuard, and other organizations that deliberately tried to disrupt the funding of news publishing sites on the grounds they publish, quote, misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, and hate speech, deliberately vague terms that are often applied to information and opinions that these organizations disprove of or even their funders disprove of. Uh, This is uh, Rich McCormick, a Republican representative from Georgia, who said, quote, proud to pass my amendment that prohibits the Department of Defense from contracting with any one of a number of misinformation or disinformation monitors that rate news and information sources. He says, while these media monitors claim to be nonpartisan, the reality is they are not. This is fairly obvious. The recent uh, emergence of media monitors like the GDI, Grafka, and NewsGuard has opened up a new front in the battle for online free speech. These organizations have uh, often have contracts with large media buying companies whereby they advise them about which news publishing sites are safe for their clients to advertise on and in that way disrupt the funding of those sites. Twitter Files journalist Matt Taibbi and his colleagues recently compiled a top 50 style ranking of the main players of this nascent energy, uh, industry and, number, and at number 37 sits the GDI, which currently receives taxpayer money via, via the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Fund. What's particularly striking about the GDI is that unlike, say, the UK government's secretive counter-disinformation unit, which since the which spent the pandemic clandestinely flagging perfectly lawful social media posts by critics of lockdowns to companies such as Facebook and Twitter to encourage swift takedown, it's an outfit that's entirely transparent about its about its sensorial ambitions. Again, we'll get into this a little bit later as there's some other uh, major <laughs> Uh, major news about uh, coming out about uh, so-called dis or misinformation from the U.S. government. But our third story is this. BlackRock CEO drops ESG term after blowback. On Sunday, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink revealed at the Aspen Ideas Festival that he'd been that he had abandoned the term ESG, environmental, social, and governance, because it had been highly politicized and even weaponized, and he is ashamed to be a part of the debate, according to Axios. Fink acknowledged at the event that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' decision to yank $2 billion in assets hurt his firm. Governor DeSantis pulled state assets managed by the world's largest money manager in late 2022 over woke capitalism policies. Lawmakers from red states have called out BlackRock for its toxic woke capitalism push in corporate America. Besides Florida, states like Louisiana, South Carolina, Utah, Arkansas, West Virginia, Missouri, and Texas have withdrawn funds from the asset manager. Recall Fink was very nervous earlier this year over the, quote, demonization of ESG. You can actually see a map of uh, the U.S. U.S. articles at Zero Hedge, and you can uh, see that almost a majority, actually, yeah, a majority of states have some pushback on ESG. But when you really consider what ESG is and the true scope and scale, what it represents, uh, they're basically just saying, well, we're not going to call it ESG anymore. 
but they still have this just ultimate corruption of free market capitalism where instead of giving money to people who will make the most money, it's giving money who to people whose leadership is composed of the right color people. And that will certainly continue. They'll just call it something different because that's the way these people operate. Then we have this story. Hundreds of Canadian military members file $500 million lawsuit over the COVID jab mandates. Hundreds of members of the Canadian Armed Forces last week signed onto a $500 million class action lawsuit against military leaders over the imposition of Unlawful COVID jab mandates, according to the legal challenge, the mandates caused the plaintiffs harm and constituted a breach of the public trust. A victory in the case uh, could set an important precedent to all Canadians who have been pressured to get the experimental shots against their will. In the 137-page statement of claim filed with the federal court on June 21st and viewed by LifeSite News, 329 individuals who served in the CAF Canadian Air Force argued that the Canadian Chief of Defense Staff General Wayne Eyer issued unlawful orders on October 25th, 2021 in violation of established law and constitutional rights by removing members of the armed forces to get the experimental uh, by requiring members of the armed forces to get the experimental COVID-19 shot or face removal from the service. On October 8th, 2021, the CAF handed down a military-wide COVID jab mandate requiring all service members to become fully vaccinated against the coronavirus or be discharged from service. Hundreds of unvaccinated service members were subsequently discharged. The mandate was finally partially rolled back last year, though troops supporting operational readiness are still required to get the injections. Last year, military leadership said they would still discharge soldiers who chose to remain unvaccinated. So we'll, we'll see how this goes, but this is uh, just the first and what should be a series of lawsuits about these unlawful orders. And finally, we have uh, a story from Washington Post, and we'll show you this video on the other side. But in an audio recording, Trump is heard discussing sensitive Iran documents. Washington Post has obtained the 2021 audio recording in which the former president, Donald Trump, appears to brag about possessing a classified document related to Iran that he acknowledges he did not classify before leaving office. The recording made at a meeting of, at Trump's golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, is an important piece of evidence obtained by special counsel Jack Smith. It appears to undercut Trump's claims that he had declassified documents before leaving office or didn't know about possessing restricted documents after leaving the White House. The recording, referenced in a federal indictment against Trump, first aired Monday by CNN, features Trump describing a multi-page document that he alleges is about possibly attacking Iran. And we'll show you that clip from CNN. We'll show you the audio recording what this is all about and uh we'll look we'll look a little bit more into it dig a little deeper into it i don't think it's quite the smoking gun that's being portrayed as but we'll let you decide america is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country we didn't have full control 30 40 years ago but they're really attempting full control now and that's where we are and InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy but they would then double triple quadruple down that's where we are now 
So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee. Another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep. And it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We've lots to cover today. A lot about sort of the overall... globalist scheme to just well establish a unelected global government that does whatever the hell it wants regardless of the feelings of the people who those policies affect I can spend too much time on uh, political domestic news but we'll, we'll, we'll get into it here from Washington Post, this is a story from uh, Daily Dispatch. An audio, in an audio recording, Trump is heard discussing sensitive Iran document. The Washington Post has obtained the 2021 audio recording in which former President Donald Trump appears to brag about possessing a classified document related to Iran that he acknowledges he did not declassify before leaving office. The recording, made at a meeting at Trump's golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, is, is, is an important piece of evidence obtained by special counsel Jack Smith. It appears to undercut Trump's claim that he declassified documents before leaving office or didn't know about possessing restricted documents after leaving the White House, which is sort of interesting, right? Because here's this important piece of evidence, apparently, from this trial that's going to be presented by Prosecutor Jack Smith, and yet CNN and Washington Post somehow got their hands on it. Okay, so I guess uh, – Jack Smith is leaking things to the media now. Well, I mean, those institutions are both tight with the CIA, too, so you never know. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, when it's, when it's uh, you know, Trump having classified documents, extremely dangerous. When it's uh, the deep state, they can simply link, leak that information to the press, and uh, it's uh, no big deal. Trump having it and not leaking it, very dangerous. Deep State leaking it to the press, totally normal business as usual. 
It appears to uh, undercut Trump's claim that he had declassified documents, uh, that he had declassified documents after leaving office or didn't know about possessing restricted documents after leaving the White House. The recording reference in the federal indictment against Trump and first aired Monday by CNN features Trump describing a multi-page document that he alleges is about possibly attacking Iran. Thanks. He is president. I could have declassified it. Now I can't. Isn't that interesting? It's so cool. Trump said on the recording. Trump's facing 37 federal charges relating to the alleged mishandling of classified documents. In a recent interview, Trump claimed that he was aware, uh, unaware of the Iran document being among the materials in the boxes recovered at Mar-a-Lago, his private club in Florida residence by the FBI and Justice Department. He also continued to claim that everything he took with him was declassified. He pled not guilty earlier this month during an arraignment at a federal courthouse in Miami. Prosecutors' 49-page indictment outlined two instances in which Trump disclosed sensitive papers in, an un- in unsecured environments post-presidency to individuals who lacked the necessary security clearances required to view any classified information. The second instance described in the indictment was an August or September 2021 meeting where Trump showed an unnamed representative of his political action committee a classified map of, quote, country B, and expressed to the individual he shouldn't be sharing the map. The auto recording is, quote, in the indictment, which describes Trump describes a meeting Trump held at his Bedminster Golf Club in July 2021 with two staffers, as well as the publisher and writer of an upcoming book. People familiar with the matter have said the book was a forthcoming memoir by Trump Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Meadows described the scene in his book The Chief's Chief, indicating that Trump described a four-page document he claimed was an invasion plan for Iran that he said was written by Defense Department and General Mark A. Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. At that time, Milley was a frequent target of Trump's ire, and the former president was hoping to push back against articles and books in which Milley was described as having to uh, had uh, describing as having had to restrain Trump from irresponsible military action in Iran. So I, I guess what's going on here is you have Milley and others going to the press and going, Trump wanted to attack Iran and we had to stop him. And so Trump is like, that's BS. Here's a plan that Milley drew up for attacking Iran and wanted my approval of, and I didn't give it to him. So he's like bragging that he has the proof that Mark Milley is uh, lying to the press about this. And uh, yeah, again, I, you know, like, would you rather have, would you rather have a president that uh, shows potentially clandestine or, or secret plans to you know his inner circle or trusted people around him or would you rather have the president that is on board with starting a new war against another foreign power for no discernible reason whatsoever i don't know i it's to me the bigger deal is that you've got the joint chiefs of staff trying to start a new war with iran for no reason but i i guess that's not as important as uh kind of showing somebody a map at some point. Uh, so let's go to this video. This is clip number seven. CNN got the tape of Trump's conversation about classified documents. Uh, here it is. These are bad, sick people. That, but, was, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started they, right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying no, to yeah. overthrow your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but 
they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's see here. Yeah. <laughs> I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. But look, look at this. You attack. And Hillary would print that out all the time, you know. <laughs> she'd, send it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. And you know, he said, he wanted to attack Iran and what? And he's in the papers. Wow. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified yeah. it. Now I can't, you know, but this is yeah, classified. Now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so, I'm, look, we here and I have, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe It's incredible, it. right? No. They, hey, bring some, uh, bring some cokes in, please. I'm joined now by CNN senior political commentator Adam Kinzinger, former Republican congressman who served on the House General. <laughs> Look at his face. Smug kind of uh, sly smile. You know, again, to me, it's like what this is illustrative of is, you know, Trump, I guess he had declassified documents. Like, I really don't care that much. Like, it really doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me that he's got declassified documents that he's. Showing, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just because, like, I like Trump and I think he's on behalf of America, of like fighting to keep us out of these wars. And that to me is sort of the, the takeaway from this is you've got the military industrial complex is trying to start a war with Iran that Trump is able to stop. You've got a prosecution that's leaking this recording to the press to try to win the case in the public opinion. We'll cover more on the other side. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands, you're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Was the, was the crime that Trump committed not letting us start another endless war in the Middle East? for Israel. Is that is that his greatest crime? 
Could he have just given the military-industrial complex carte blanche to launch another decade-long catastrophe, kill a million people, squander trillions of dollars? Is that the crime that he committed? Is that, was that, his, is that what he really did to offend the deep state to this degree? Again, I just – this is like compared to everything else we know all of these other people do. I mean they even joke about it in that clip. They're like, like – Trump's, Trump's just like, look, look, here's an order. Here's an order to attack Iran. I didn't make this. Mark Milley did. And it's like that apparently is worse than having a secret email server that was totally unsecured, hidden, used to – arrange you know selling missiles that can take down airliners to terrorist groups that's what hillary clinton did this is this is worse apparently this is where they draw the line well look here's an order that mark milley gave me showing that he wanted to attack iran and i said no I, I just I really people are acting like this is like the bombshell of bombshells the only thing in there is that i guess he said he didn't declassify it even then, it's like, so, I, 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 again, I really don't, I don't get what the, how this is such a, a, a bombshell thing. But again, it's like this audio recording they got presumably from the prosecution, right? So you've got the prosecution leaking evidence to the Washington Post and CNN in order to you know, perpetuate the fabricated scandal that they're coming up with. In order to try to get Donald Trump, seems like that might would be a bit of a violation as well. I mean, the fact that you've got Mark Milley, Mark Milley is just like he's got to be the number one treasonous actor in all of Washington D.C. at this point. Right? He's in contact with the Chinese, telling them like, "Don't worry, if Donald Trump wants to do anything to you, I'll protect you." I'll warn you about it first. I won't let them – I won't let the duly elected president do anything without warning you first. And he's drawing up blueprints to launch an attack on Iran for, again, just no discernible reason whatsoever. But Trump uh, showed that paper to somebody, so he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy for not letting them start a war with Iran. I'm a bit confused. I'm a bit confused by all this. I guess their big, uh, the big slam dunk about this is that uh, the audio runs counter to what Trump told Fox News anchor Brett Baer in the interview. Trump denied having referred to actual document during the conversation at Bedminster. Rather, he said he was discussing newspaper stories, magazines, and articles, which he was. He was just also talking about the document that mark milley created trying to get him to go to war with iran <laughs> thank god thank god we had trump thank god we got trump in office for four years hillary clinton would have been in place it would have been hate speech laws and war against iran god they, only knows how many lives we've saved by electing trump into office for those four years people in iran be thanking allah right now yeah, right absolutely thank allah for trump thank god Thank God Trump was there to prevent these warmongers from launching yet another catastrophe. But, you know, I guess it was uh, 
it was a secret paper. So, you know, obviously that's the big, that's the big deal here. Of course, at the same time, other footage has come out with uh, President Biden literally bragging about selling state secrets. It's just, uh, it's so crazy. Let's go, let's go now to clip number two. Here's uh, Joe Biden during a meeting last week with Prime Minister of India, Modi, saying, I sold, I sold a lot of state secrets. It's just a funny joke Biden makes. Let's listen to that. I was just thinking, uh, uh, the, anyway, I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. Now, people are fact-checking this. They're saying, no, but Joe Biden said just kidding right after this. Apparently in a longer clip, he's like, no, no, but but, but it, in all seriousness, though, something, something, something. And it's like, yeah, but you know Joe Biden says that after pretty much literally everything he says. See, half the time that he says something serious, everybody laughs at him. And so he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm being serious, actually. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just kidding, but also being serious. But also I did totally sell states – Secrets. I also totally made tens of millions of dollars through my son Hunter by and using said, my power as vice president. I said fire that son of a bitch. Or yeah, yeah. Oh, he was just kidding about yeah, that yeah, too. He was, yeah, that was total. Joke. No, it was all yeah. jokes. Just all jokes. Sounds like what Trump was saying was just jokes. That see, that was Trump's big mistake. He didn't say J.K. afterwards. He didn't say J.K. He wasn't like just kidding, just joking, because that makes everything that you say you know not mean anything. But I think legally he did cover his bases when he said, you know, that that conversation was off the record, right? He did say it was off the record. That's, you know. You know, to quote Hillary Clinton at this point, what difference does it make? He stopped the war in Iran. He is being attacked by the deep state at every level. Of course, they're going to, you know, pull out something like, again, I just really don't get what the big deal is about it. He's just like, look, they wanted to start a war with Iran. And I stopped them. And now they're saying I wanted to start a war with Iran. Well, here's the proof. Here's the proof that I didn't want to start a war with Iran. They did. It seems to me like you got we have some bigger concerns here than whether the paper he was showing was uh, stamped appropriately or not. But, hey, that's just me. That's just me. Now, there's another actually much bigger thing about this. And I've heard some pretty interesting speculation as to why things are going the way that they're going. We can go to this article by Emily Berman, University of Houston Law Center. The Espionage Act is not the right statute to criminalize Trump, she says. If the U.S. government can prove its allegations in its indictment of former President Donald Trump for mishandling national defense information and obstructing justice, there's no question the prosecution is righteous under current law. People have done significant prison time for having done far less. The documents he retained concern some of the state, uh, nation's most sensitive secrets. Yeah, our willingness to go to war in the Middle East for Israel. With details about the U.S. and foreign nuclear and military capabilities, U.S. foreign intelligence collection, military contingency planning, and more. The former president retained these documents longer than he was entitled to have them and stored them in insecure locations. Well, I mean, that's actually debatable whether he stored them in insecure locations or not. See all the pictures they show you of all the boxes in like Bedminster or whatever? Those are not the documents that they're actually concerned about. The documents that they are concerned about, according to Trump and many of the others, were actually kept in secure locations in places like safes. This is more just manipulation through the media, right? He has all these documents that are 
that are sensitive. Then they just show all these pictures of boxes in a ballroom. And it's like, well, these aren't the documents we're talking about. But, you know, these are documents. So we'll show you pictures of these, you know, just to make you think that that's what we're talking about. They say he's potentially endangered U.S. national security, damaged relationships with close allies, Israel, that entrust the U.S. with secret information and threaten the lives of intelligence community assets around the world. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Goodness me. Uh, The behavior is unacceptable from a uh, former commander in chief. But here's the problem. Uh, None of this is appropriate to be charging under the Espionage Act. She says, but this unprecedented indictment calls for attention to profound flaws in one of the relevant criminal statutes, the Espionage Act. See, the Espionage Act is not there for the president. It's supposed to be for like uh, spies. And she says three categories of individuals might run afoul of this provision. First are spies, individuals actually engaged in espionage in the service of a foreign power. Second are whistleblowers. Uh, third are individuals with purely personal motive to keep information. So if he is being charged under this, it should be under the Presidential Records Act, unless he wasn't really the president at the, at the time. They're charging him as if he was not the president, which is an interesting thing to consider. We'll look into it on the other side. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients in Superfemal Vitality. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect on the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsTore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com our world is so full of hype we are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities why is this the case Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Uh, a little bit of a couple problems with using the Espionage Act to charge Donald Trump. 
You know, Donald Trump in his speech in Michigan, you know, they're sort of treating Trump like they were treating Alex Jones. Where they're saying, you know, to Trump, you're not allowed to mention to the jury the Presidential Records Act. You're not allowed to mention certain things that would provide a different perspective on this because they're charging with the Espionage Act. But see, the Espionage Act is supposed to be for billions, military contract. I mean, the idea is that it's for spies in general and that the president of the United States would have a different set of legal standards that would apply to them. So why is he not allowed to mention that? Right? It's a different story if you have just some guy with these documents, some guy who's was never president, right? Even if they're got security clearances and stuff, it's still different than being the president of the United States. So you'd think there'd be a little bit of a uh, little bit of a difference there. What's this say? It was to uh, prohibit interference with military operations or recruitment to prevent insubordination in the military and prevent the support of United States enemies during wartime. So, I mean, none of those things are even suggested that Trump did. They're not saying that he sent this information to our enemies. It's not saying that he is using this for personal gain or, or anything else in that matter. In fact, if we go back to this article about the Espionage Act. This uh, lawyer at the University of Houston says, three categories of individuals might run afoul of this provision, the Espionage Act. The first are spies, individuals actually engaged in espionage in the service of, foreign, of a foreign power. The second are whistleblowers, people who retain secret information to publicly expose what, the, what they believe the government uh, what they believe is government waste, fraud, or abuse. Third are individuals with purely personal motives to keep the information. Perhaps they have an uh, obsession with classified information. Perhaps they want to use it to express, uh, to impress their friends, or possibly they can't even explain their motive. The Espionage Act is surely intended to apply to spies. That's why it's called the Espionage Act. Trump's prosecution provides an opportunity to ask, however, whether individuals in the second and third categories are appropriate targets of the Espionage Act prosecution. Regardless of the nature of the underlying charges, alleging a violation of the act inflicts enormous costs on defendant, costs to reputation and career prospects, and the financial cost of mounting a defense, even if the charges are ultimately dropped and the defense is acquitted. The st uh, starkest example of this problem is that the act fails to require a specific intent either to harm the national security of the U.S. or benefit a foreign power. Its scope isn't limited to individuals engaged in what we actually consider espionage. As a result, the Espionage Act has been a powerful government tool to prosecute individuals in that second category, whistleblowers. Senator Thomas Drake, a former national security official who was prosecuted under the act for leasing, cla leaking classified information to a reporter to expose what he believed was the unconstitutional surveillance of Americans. After years of legal wrangling, the government dropped all espionage charges against Drake. The victory was somewhat hollow, however, as the ordeal bankrupted Drake and cost him his government job and pension. Reality winner and NSA contractor was sentenced to over five years in prison under the act for sharing one document about Russia's 2016 election activities with a reporter because she thought Americans were being misled. Edward Snowden remains under indictment on multiple Espionage Act charges for his massive 2013 leak of information about NSA activities. Whatever one thinks of Snowden's action, 
actions, he uh, acted to reveal objectionably problematic and arguably unlawful NSA surveillance of Americans. The list goes on. Unfortunately, efforts to amend the Espionage Act to limit its reach to behaviors traditionally conceived of espionage have failed. Eschewing the use of Espionage Act in cases that don't actually involve spying doesn't mean the mishandling of information potentially damaging to national security should or would go unpunished. There are many tools available to address such concerns that don't bear the espionage label. Take, for example, the recent case of Jack Texiera, the uh, Michigan airman, uh, I'm sorry, Massachusetts airman who shared numerous classified documents with his friends on a Discord server. He's charged under the Espionage Act, but also faces charges under 18 U.S. Code 1924, which prohibits unauthorized removal and retention of classified information. Now, wouldn't this be more like what Donald Trump is accused of doing? So why is he being charged under the Espionage Act? Because it's convenient, because it, I don't know, sounds bad maybe? Who knows? Who knows why? The speculation I've heard is that there's going to be some sort of secret sort of behind-the-scenes agreement between the judge and the prosecutors not to treat President Trump as president because maybe he wasn't really the president. Maybe he wasn't actually given all of the rights and privileges that presidents are supposed to have once they take that office. Maybe this all needs to be covered up under claims of national security. And so the reality of what's actually going on in the courtroom will be hidden from the wider American public under those claims of national security as they prosecute Trump, not as the former president, but as a normal civilian because he was never actually allowed to operate as president. Julie Kelly has this. They say this is why they want to get rid of Judge Eileen Cannon in the classified documents case, her first smackdown of special counsel Jack Smith. Quote, paperless order denying without prejudice government's motion to implement special condition of release. The government seeks an order implementing a special condition of bond related to defendant Trump and Nada's communication with 84 listed witnesses about the facts of the case except through counsel. The government's condition uh, – the government conditions its request on the filing of non-exhaustive list under seal – Defendants take no position on the government's seal request but reserve the right to object to the special condition and the manager and the manage and the manner by which the government intends to implement it. In the meantime, numerous news organizations have moved to intervene to oppose the government's motion to file witness list under seal, citing the First Amendment and related legal principles. Upon review of the foregoing materials, the government's motion is denied without prejudice, and the motion to intervene and accompanying motions to appear uh, pro-hack vice are denied as moot. The government's motion does not explain why filing the list with the court is necessary. It does not offer a particularized basis to justify sealing the list from public view. It does not explain why partial sealing, redaction, or other or means other than sealing are unavailable or unsatisfactory, and it does not specify the duration of any proposed seal. The clerk is directed to return the pro-hack vice fees to the filing attorneys. Signed by Judge Eileen M. Cannon. She says Smith is not only attempting to keep this case under seal from the American people, but impose absurd restrictions on the former president and Walt Nauta, uh, Walt Nauta as to how evidence can be viewed. Cannon denies Smith's demand to prevent Trump and Nauta to communicate with at least 84 witnesses. 
This is the order Jack Smith wanted the former president to sign. I, Donald Trump, acknowledge that I've received a copy of the list of witnesses whom, with whom I shall not communicate about the facts of the case except through counsel. I further acknowledge that I've read the list. Pretty interesting. So they're trying to stop Donald Trump from talking to witnesses in this case except through counsel. Again, it just seems to me like the big takeaway here, without getting into all of the legal nitty-gritty, you simply have the state charging Trump on something that he really shouldn't be charged under the Espionage Act while preventing him legally from mentioning the statutes that actually give him permission to do what he did, which is the Presidential Records Act. It all just seems like a big game of sleight of hand as they do everything they can to hamstring Trump ahead of the 2024 election, not even really caring whether or not they get the conviction at the end of the day, but caring that they stop him from being the Republican frontrunner ahead of 2024. Remember, that's exactly the same thing that old Jack Smith is kind of known for, right? Getting convictions that ruin somebody's political career cost them millions of dollars, takes up their time for years upon years, only to be absolutely thrown out in a unanimous verdict by a higher court. But it didn't matter because he got what he wanted. He stopped the political opponent from achieving political victory. So just utter and endless corruption, all centered around the fact that Donald Trump didn't want to go to war, prevented us from starting a new war in Iran, and then bragging about that to his uh, inner circle. We'll be back on the other side. Remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. The Independence Day sale is on, and just about every product is on massive discount. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Good evening. 
I've been a supporter of green energy and a keen environmentalist since my 20s. My office is solar powered, so I was mortified to discover that a single lithium mine causes millions of tons of waste every year laced with sulfuric acid and radioactive uranium, polluting the water supply for 300 years, not to mention the unacceptable human costs with child labour to mine cobalt. When I researched which solar panel to purchase, I did not for one minute consider it would be made by people trapped in razor wire enclosed labour camps, being exposed to large quantities of quartz dust which causes silicosis. Please note that the Ethical Consumer Organisation report that it is hard to avoid forced labour in the solar panel supply chain. Wind turbines, which last about 20 years, consume a colossal amount of resources and energy to manufacture and install, not to mention the blight and bird kill. They require diesel engines to start them up and then gallons of oil to lubricate, and they can't readily be recycled. Solar panels are also extremely difficult to recycle, costing more than the production of the panel, and lithium batteries pose steep challenges too. Add to that the human suffering, which we've all unwittingly being part of just by owning a laptop or mobile phone, which is minimal compared to what's required for an EV or solar farm. These so-called green or ethical solutions aren't solutions at all. Just very good marketing from the $1.5 trillion a year climate change industry. That's $4 billion a day, by the way. None of us can undo what's already been done, but what we can all do is make sure this doesn't escalate exponentially with fleet of unnecessary EVs and acres of solar farms eating up our precious farmland. It is your obligation to always seek the best available knowledge and that should it so transpire that any policy, howsoever well-intentioned, may subsequently prove harmful and then the council are obligated to stop. Hmm? Sorry, I, I have finished. What was, the, what was the interruption? The second bell rang, which indicated that the allocated time available had um, expired, as explained when you came to the desk. There's a bell at two minutes and then there's another bell at three minutes. Yes, and I had one sentence left to finish and you let the last gentleman go on for about another 30 seconds after the bell. So it needs to be uh, rules that apply to everybody, not just the ones that you don't like what they're saying. Respectfully, I don't dislike what you're saying. This is the first time I have heard it. All I'm trying to ensure is that the meeting runs smoothly. That's all I'm seeking to do here. Well, basically, my last question is, does the council agree that your obligation to always seek the best available knowledge? And that should it so transpire that any policy, howsoever well-intentioned, may subsequently prove harmful, then the council is obligated to stop. If you invest money in these substandard technologies, you will just increase them, whereas it would be better to hold out until the real green solutions do come on board. And we're not there yet. Matthews, I appreciate that you have made your contribution and thank you. You get an extra minute to rebuff. No. Then my apologies. Please do respond. There's a... Can I ask the members of the public gallery to show respect to the board and everybody who's trying to do their best, ensure that a meeting is held that everybody can engage in with respect. Thank you. I think they're being very respectful. As I was saying, unless you have really good solutions, you are investing money in things that ultimately you're going to waste money on. You'll just get EV points everywhere, and then the government will turn around and say, oh, no, they're no good. So you're going to waste money. You're investing in slavery. 
which is unacceptable. If it was your family members that had children that were being crushed to death down these mines, would this be your answer? It's too costly to find alternatives, especially when no one here can actually fully explain what the climate emergency is. By your own admission, the council doesn't have an official definition of a climate emergency. So the council's actions have sprung from a claim of emergency which no one here is able to define. If you cannot clearly define the emergency, how can anyone possibly know when it's over? Or moreover, look to impose rationally any policy response without knowing. The emergency needs to be properly defined and evidence if you're to get the public on board with your associated proposal. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're a foxtrot on Twitter's DM me. Step back from the Trump recording. They added themselves that they did, in fact, have a plan to attack Iran. And they, uh, yeah, that's sort of what I'm saying. That's that's my takeaway from this. They're like, uh, here we have a recording of Trump on tape showing somebody a document, you know, about our plan to attack Iran. It's like you plan to attack Iran. They're like, well, no, it's the tr- no, but Trump, no, but Trump is talking about a classified document that he's not supposed to have. Right, about your plan to start a war with Iran? Stop focusing on that. Stop focusing on the the part where we're trying to start a war. Focus on that Trump stopped us and that we don't like that. (laughs) That's illegal and that he's not supposed to tell people that we were doing that. Like, I think you're missing the the forest for the trees here. I think you were trying to start a war with a, a giant, powerful nation that would have cost trillions of dollars and God knows how many lives. So... Maybe that's the thing we should be concerned about. Uh, it's, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. Yeah, he, that guy stole my computer password and got into my emails and saw that I was trying to hire a hitman to kill him. You were what? No, focus on the password thing. Focus on the thing where he violated my privacy. Yeah, but he found out that you were trying to kill somebody? Well, yes, but it was the privacy thing that we're supposed to be concerned. No, it was the the documents were classified, okay? He wasn't supposed to say classified things. Classified things about the war you were trying to start, about the hundreds of thousands of people you were trying to kill. Is that what you're mad about, that he revealed that, you psychopaths? So that's my takeaway. I totally agree. Zero. Com- completely agree. Completely insane. Utterly and totally insane. We're going to get into a whole, whole, whole bunch of crazy stuff here, including just across the board. It's almost hard to describe just how little the people in power care about the feelings of the people that their policy affects. Okay, so we're going to get into what the uh, so-called democracy that we're fighting for really is. First, I want to talk a little bit about these two stories. <clears throat> this is I got this from, you know, just mainstream media. New York Post. Malaria found in US for the first time in 20 years. Alarming officials, my goodness. Malaria, a potentially deadly disease caused by mosquito-borne parasite 
making inroads in the U.S. What? How could this be? Five new cases of malaria, one in Texas and four in Florida, are alarming officials because they were locally acquired, meaning a mosquito in the U.S. was carrying the parasite. That's a big deal because that hasn't happened since 2003 in Palm Beach County, Florida, according to the Centers for Disease and Prevention. Almost all the cases of malaria now seen in the U.S. are from people who traveled outside of the country where they were exposed to disease-carrying mosquitoes. So from 2003 till 2023, so over 20 years, every case of malaria in America was acquired outside of America. In other words, there were no mosquitoes in America that we knew of carrying malaria. No mosquitoes in America carrying malaria for 20 years. All of a sudden, we've got five cases in Florida. What are the odds? What could be behind this? Hmm. Hmm. We'll look into it here, but let's continue for now with this story. Quote, it's always worrisome that you have local transmission in an area. Estelle Martin, an uh, entomologist at the University of Florida who researches mosquito-borne diseases, told Vox, malaria spreads when a person carrying the parasite gets bit by a mosquito. The parasite develops inside the mosquito, which then bites another person or several other people, infecting them with the parasite. But people with the parasite in their blood don't always have symptoms, making it easy for the disease to spread when an asymptomatic person is bit. Symptoms of malaria include fever, shaking, chills, headache, muscle ache, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and tiredness, according to the CDC. If it's not treated promptly, the infection can cause jaundice, anemia, kidney failure, seizures, mental confusion, coma, and death. Malaria can be treated when it's diagnosed early enough in a vaccine is now available. These recent cases show how a warming climate... Oh, my God, it was climate change. It was climate change after all. Uh, oh, what's this? Oh, I'm sorry, what's this? Uh, Bill Gates releasing genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida? Well, certainly that has nothing to do with it, right? I mean, that can't be, that can't be the case, can it? Right? You've got 20 years where not a single mosquito carrying mal- uh, malaria in the United States. Bill Gates decides to release... Mosquitoes carrying malaria in a genetically modified form, and suddenly you have cases, five of them in Florida, where malaria has been contracted from a mosquito. Why? This is, this is so strange. This is so odd that this is happening in this particular way. Bill Gates is not himself releasing mosquitoes into the wild. However, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation did award grants that funded biotech company Oxitec's work to develop genetically modified mosquitoes, mosquitoes that may help reduce the spread of malaria and other mosquito-borne diseases. Yeah, they might. And they might do that. Of course, we went 20 years without mosquito-borne malaria in the United States until these guys showed up. So that's kind of odd how that works, isn't it? Isn't that odd? I find that odd. In April 2021, it was announced that approximately 150,000 mosquitoes would be released across six locations in Florida. Several state and federal agencies have been involved in the approval of this project, a multi-year research project to genetically modify uh, Aedes aegypti, a mosquito species that's known to carry and transmit infective diseases, infectious diseases to humans, was slated to move from the labs uh, to the fields of Texas and Florida in mid-2021. Well, what are the odds, folks? What What are the odds? What are the odds that we go 20 years without mosquito-borne malaria in the United States and then a mere year after mosquitoes genetically modified are released in Texas and Florida, do we have five examples of mosquito-borne malaria in Texas and Florida? 
I mean, if I was a conspiratorial type of person, I would think that this is the consequence of releasing those malaria infected mosquitoes in both Florida and Texas. <laughs> I mean, do you remember in years past when they released genetically modified mosquitoes and they were like, oh, it's fine. No, these mosquitoes will literally breed with the existing population of mosquitoes and then they'll produce infertile mosquitoes that can't reproduce. It'll be amazing. Yeah. It's and then it turned out that they produced super resilient mosquitoes that are like super buff, like really jacked, had like little mosquito six packs. It's also probably where like Zika virus came from. Oh yeah. For, well, probably not where Zika came from, but they were able to transmit it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just connecting lines here. I'm just, uh, you know, specula- pure speculation here. Far be it from me to, uh, you know, without solid evidence, implicate some massive pharmaceutical gene alter gene modification uh, program for actually starting and, and spreading malaria in the United States. But, gee, sure does seem like a coincidence. We go from 2003 to 2023 without a single case of malaria being spread by a mosquito, only to have. So, you know. Even that is kind of bizarre, right? You've got 20 years where there are no mosquitoes spreading malaria, and then along comes this company funded by Bill Gates to solve a problem that doesn't exist in the United States, right? Malaria borne by mosquitoes does not exist, has not existed since 2003, and even that was like a one-off, you know, total, total outlier. It's not like it's a regular thing here. So for 20 years, this problem doesn't exist Along comes Bill Gates to solve this non-existent problem, and suddenly, in the exact places where he released mosquitoes, we have an outbreak of malaria that we haven't had in 20 years. I mean, it's, it's kind of coincidental, isn't it? Isn't that just the biggest coincidence you've ever heard of? I mean, it would be one thing if, like, they released them in Connecticut and Michigan, and they, you know, these cases were in Florida and Texas. But no, they released these in the fields of Texas and Florida in mid-2021. Under the project, thousands of these mosquitoes were altered to make their reproduction more difficult, thus slowing and eventually preventing the spread of mosquito-borne illnesses like Zika and uh, dengue fever. But when the internet caught wind that Bill Gates may have uh, been behind the project, posts circulated on social media that questioned the real motivation behind the project. That was from 2021. Fast forward a couple years, and we have the first cases of mosquito-borne malaria. The United States, exactly where they released them. A lot of people have asked me, why has InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not had a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person and I want to say that I'm just a man. 
that I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines for your calls now. If you want to give us a call here at American Journal, now's the time to do it. 1 789 2539. That's 1 789 2539. Give us a call now here on American Journal. We'll take your phone calls throughout the rest of the show. Let's, do, let's just do a couple more things here. The 4th of July Super Sale is now on at InfoWarsStore.com. You're getting up to 60% off plus double Patriot points at InfoWarsStore.com. Ring in the 4th of July and celebrate true patriotism by supporting the number one alternative news source in the fight for truth against tyranny. We're launching some of the biggest and best deals of 2023 so you can help fund true independent media this Independence Day. BrainForce Plus, BrainForce Ultra, Prebiotic Fiber, Immune Support, uh, formula, organic greens, fiber cap, all of those are 50% off. You're getting 40% off ultimate fish oil, ultimate bone broth, down and out sleep support, 60% off super female vitality, 30% off ultimate krill oil, turbo force plus is 25% off in the sales go on and on. All Dr. Jones natural products, all InfoWars MD products, all InfoWars platinum products, all food, water, and air filtration products. 10% off as well. So massive discounts across the board at InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, best of all, it keeps us on the air. It is a true 360 win in celebration of July 4th, this Independence Day, as we once once again reassert our independence from the unelected neo-feudal overlords that are now operating a global government. Forget who it was. It may have actually been Matt Baker. We're going to show a video here of Matt Baker, but it may have been him yesterday that was like, you know, just showing a video of what's happening in uh, Europe as their borders are totally open. There's just tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of Africans pouring across the border. And he just puts it very simply like, if we don't have a global government, why are all of these countries experiencing this at exactly the same time? Like, it would be one thing if you had different countries with different, you know, levels of, of, activity in this regard like england is or you know british isles they're they're all for bringing in people from overseas but germany they they lock down a little bit france they're locked down a little bit um more but you know ireland sort of in the middle but it's all across the board across the board everybody adopts exactly the same policies at exactly the same time because they're not being guided by any semblance of democracy or representative government they're all having 
orders given to them by the global government that meets in Congress and places like the World Economic Forum and Bilderberg and the Davos Group and then implement those policies at their national level. So this is the you know, unelected neo-feudal substrate that we're at war against at this very moment, information war. Now I want to go to this video by Matt Baker where he's talking about the American Liberty Awards, clip number five here. There's a, uh, there's a call for help for the American Liberty Awards. Here's Matt Baker talking about this event coming up on the 12th of August here in Austin, Texas at the Vulcan uh, Gas Company. Buy your tickets today. Here is Matt Baker. What up, everybody? It is Matt Baker here representing the American Liberty Awards award show for all the freedom fighters that have been in the trenches fighting for our freedom, the musicians, the news agencies, the people that refuse to bow. Now, we have lists. We have categories. we got 18 categories as of now. We have probably 12 or more people nominated in each category. I would like to enlist your help in deciding who we are going to have win these particular awards. Um, if you could, I'm going to be posting different sheets, which are going to have the names of the people who are nominated and the categories they're nominated for. If you guys would do me a favor, get involved, leave me some comments, and if you think we might have missed someone, we're pretty much dialed in with where we want to be with the nominees, but there might be someone we've missed, and if so, leave us the name of that person, and we will consider them uh, for an award. And in the meantime, we're going to be looking at consensus, who people think, you know, the best news agency is, best podcaster, best musician, best meme maker, best print media. You know, you'll see all the things anyway. So get involved. Let me know what's up. And then don't forget to see us there. There's still, I think we're sold more than half the tickets. It's a pretty small venue. So I think there's maybe a 200 or so tickets left. You can find out at AmericanLibertyAwards.com. I'll leave a link here for everybody. Get involved. Let's see you there. The tickets are very reasonable, $76, as in 1776, where your basic ticket gets you in, and you can meet all the great people. Alex Jones will be there. Owen Troyer will be there. I will be there. Allison Steinberg will be there. Lila Hart will be there. Jimmy Levy, Forgiata Blow, Nick Natoli. There's going to be amazing people there. This can be Sam Tripoli is going to be there. Anyways, more people than I can actually shake a stick at and tell you, but you can look at our thing and see who's going to be there. Let everyone know. Come on by. Meet us all. Be a part of the first ever American, American Liberty, Liberty Awards. 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 The American Liberty Awards coming up this August, August 12th here in Austin, Texas. Tickets still on sale, and you can go to AmericanLibertyAwards.com to see the list of uh, categories and nominees, of which yours truly, I've been nominated for, for two of these awards. 
and I don't, I don't know how they're deciding it, so I don't know where to send the checks to, but I, I want to win this. I want to win this thing. So reach out to Matt Baker and demand Harrison Smith f- to win whatever the heck I'm nominated for. We've got most trusted print media, most trusted broadcast media, most, most truth-revealing movie, best medical provider, best comedy skit creator, number two, Harrison Smith in the pitch series. This is, this is what I'm gunning for, so I want to win. Sorry, J.P. Sears. I'm going to blow you out of the water. But, of course, uh, all your all your favorite info warriors will be there. Most truth-revealing book, best medical freedom organization, most, most truthful writer, including all of the InfoWars writers at Don Salazar, Jamie White, Kellen McBreen. We've got Tom Pappert, Cassandra McDonald, Patrick Howley, Alicia uh, Powell, Scott Greer, Jim Hoff. I mean, everybody. Everybody who has been helping to fight back against the globalist takeover. Uh, Best legal bulldog from Robert Barnes, Norm Pattis, Tom Renz. A lot of good options here. Best meme maker, best stand-up comedian, best public servant, best investigative journalist, best analysis broadcast, best topical broadcast, which I think, oh yeah, number 10 right there, Harrison Smith. Two for two. Best culture jammer slash patriot in the arena. Best Info Bomb Creator, Most Powerful Song, Lifetime Achievement Awards as well. I don't know. A lot of good options. I don't know who I would give these awards to. Like Lifetime Achievement Award, you got Michael Savage, Alex Jones, G. Edward Griffin, Mike Adams, David Icke, Ron Paul, Gavin McGinnis, Steve Bannon, James Wood, Mike Lindell, and I think it's supposed to be Wayne Allen Root. I mean, you got to give it to Alex Jones, right? I mean, he's the whole reason this whole thing's going on. But at the same time, are you going to deny Ron Paul? I don't know. But it'll be exciting. I don't know who's going to win. I I honestly have no idea who's going to win. I will be presenting an award there. I hope to see you there as well, AmericanLibertyAwards.com. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect to the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. We got your phone calls now. We got a couple people calling in about this mosquito story. Bart in Georgia, thanks for calling in, line number one. Uh, go ahead, Bart, you're on the air. Yes, sir. Knowing something and proving something are two different things. We all know Bill Gates did this thing with the mosquitoes, but we may not be able to prove it yet. 
I think that this is maybe a probing attack to wipe out the population with mosquitoes as opposed to a airborne virus. What do you think, Harrison? Well, it, it would certainly be convenient for them. I mean, they have a uh, malaria vaccine that they could force on everybody once again. I mean, and they're also talking about genetically, well, they already are genetically modifying mosquitoes. There's the, there's an article. I mean, we covered it not too long ago because you know, we showed the video of the mosquito factory where they're going around bragging. We, we produce and release 50,000 mosquitoes a day. Uh, to release it out, and uh, the story was like the the mosquitoes did the vaccinating. Genetically modified mosquitoes vaccinate a human from the countersignal dot com. A box full of genetically mo- modified mosquitoes successfully vaccinated a human against malaria in a trial funded by the National Institute of Health. So, I mean, they're they're saying that they're going to vaccinate you, which you know we always said like if they're going to force a vaccine on you. Does it matter if you know that they're going to do it? Like, what's the difference between, like, what, if they don't need your permission, why do they need your awareness? So, I mean, you literally, I mean, when you talk about what these people are up to, it really is, like, so far beyond the pale. They are literally blocking out the sun by spraying poisons into the sky. They are literally genetically modifying mosquitoes and then releasing them into the human population in order to vaccinate you, but essentially you know, mRNA vaccines, they're changing your DNA through releasing genetically modified mosquitoes into the population. Like this is super villain level stuff that they are actually engaged in right now as we speak. So, I mean, what do you need to prove? They're doing it. They're doing it and they're bragging about doing it. I don't think we need to prove anything, Bart. Yeah, well, you know what? Most people are afraid of sharks and crocodiles and all, but you need to be scared of mosquitoes. They're the deadliest animal in the world, next to humans, as far as I understand it. Thanks for taking my call, Harrison. Of course. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, Let's go to Sauce in FEMA Region 9. Same thing. Pest control, uh, mosquitoes, a major problem in L.A. this year, I guess. Go ahead, Sauce. You're on the air. Yeah, so they're they're literally everywhere. If you go down to residential, um, you know, neighborhoods, the little anchor biters, the small ones, they're, they're everywhere. Um, and I can see that being the, you know, the new boogeyman because, like, nobody really likes bugs. Nobody likes mosquitoes. So if you basically scare people and you tell people, hey, that's going to terrify people because that's that's one of those unknown things, right? But mm-hmm. I want to make mention of a technology called Chromec, Harrison. Chromec basically has biological detection, and it can, quote, detect SARS-CoV-2 in the air. So when they corral people into smart cities, they'll be using Chromec technologies to essentially figure out who may not be vaccinated, who may be intruding, things of that nature. It even says on their website, there's a whole thing. It's Chromec.com biodetector overview. You guys can how do you, read it. How do you spell that? It's, lit- it's K-R-O-M-E-K, Chromec. Interesting. Okay. And they have a bio- uh, yeah, biological detectors. So this is like one of those missing puzzle pieces to it all to help understand smart cities because it says themselves on the website that they're trying to – there's biological threats that are transmissible agents that spread from person to person and animal to animal. And sometimes those toxins and those um, threats may not be um, ex- like, uh, you know, uh, like visible or whatever. Like um, what's that magic word they say? Uh, 
I can't think of it. Where you have you, you're sick, but you're not sick. You're asymptomatic, basically, right? Asymptomatic, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, things like that. So they 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 say on their website that they they have the capability. Well, it started with scrubbing it for radiation, uh, like radiation particles in the air. But now they kind of developed their whole uh, SARS, COVID, Ebola, smallpox uh, scrubbers, basically since COVID started. And it says right here, DNA sequencing provides a sample of the pathogenic burden. And basically it says that it's crazy because they, they include CRISPR in their, in their website and everything. I just stumbled upon this and it's, it's, it's blowing my mind because it's, it's, they're literally saying that next generation sequencing can identify an, uh, anastically biological entities, bioterroristic agents, from a ver- variety of sample types, and currently their NGS uh, needs ex- expert u- uh, users and scientists to perform the technology in centralized laboratories. So basically, they'll get people paid off, you know, to do their to do the to to lie essentially some more, right? And the the whole thing is crazy. I know you guys can do a deeper dive on it. I want to make mention because they mentioned DARPA, they they mentioned CRISPR, they mentioned SARS-CoV-2. Uh, it's, it's wild, dude. It's crazy, and it, no doubt when they do the smart cities, this is going to be one of the things on top of you know the luminescence and the vaccines to help lock people down on top of a ESG score system. Right. You know, it's it's pretty wild what they have out there, and it says it's fully autonomous and unmanned, and it combines the best in class technologies for air sampling. So just use AI. Oh, you're sick, and it's like there's no proof. Oh, your QR code comes back red. Oh, the the air around you is no good. It's it's wild, and it's all it's all right here. It's all right here for everyone to read out in the open. This is very yeah, bio, odd. Bio. Yeah, they have like a little map of the city. They say things like this with the stadium. Uh, they read data from a mobile or receive it as an audio through earbuds with small detectors discreetly worn on a belt or grouped into a backpack to provide directional data. Yeah. Drones aid Internet the ability of, of on-site security or those situated remotely to monitor the entire stadium and surrounding area so hotspots of radiation can be identified from above and quickly targeted. Traffic entering or Not leaving the radiation. event can also be monitored with high sensitivity to ensure no vehicles are carrying radioactive material, minimizing exposure to those attending uh, the event as well as the wider public, but this is under the biological threat. Therefore, as soon as a biological threat is detected from yeah. anywhere in the stadium, remote decision makers must have access to agnostic biological data straight from the event to initiate the appropriate response to reduce the risk of it spreading from the event to the rest of the public, containing it before it becomes an epidemic or pandemic. Yeah, kind of creepy. I yep. hadn't heard about any of this. There you go, Harrison. I just want to give you guys that puzzle piece because it's it's crazy. I'm. It's literally wild. Yeah, that is uh, very. Yeah, I can definitely see that being utilized in a smart city. You know, definitely. Why would they not use utilize that in a smart city? Yeah, makes sense to me. Interesting stuff. Thank you for uh, telling us about that. hadn't hadn't heard of it. Thank you. Uh, Let's go to. We've got. uh, Thanks for the call, Sauce. Let's go to Emily in Colorado because you also want to talk about the mosquitoes and parasites. Go ahead, Emily. You're on the air. Hi, Harrison. Can you hear me? Yep. Go ahead. Oh, cool. All right. So I've been uh, studying this for a long time. Um, and I watched on Maria Z. She had on a guest. It was Dr. Anna Maria Mielcha. I think that's how you say her name. 
Um, she's been studying the cross-domain bacteria that Clifford Carnicum uh, set up the Carnicum Institute to study. And that's all, you know, uh, when he studied the chemtrails, that's what he discovered was in there. Well, if they're trying to do all this mind control stuff, like that's their end goal, like just imagine how much more susceptible these simple organisms are and parasites, which their whole uh, way to survive is to penetrate and get inside your skin. And they've been doing it forever, you know, like the United States kind of makes it so we think um, somehow parasites don't come through our borders, which is totally ridiculous. And, and that's what doctors make so much money treating all the symptoms of parasites, but ignore the, the fact that we have them. So mm. people really need to do cleansing. Like I've been doing uh, a lot of parasite cleansing. After I got COVID, I got really, really sick and I had like every parasite known to man. So Interesting. very important that people do that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that call. Emily, we'll go to more of your calls here on the other side as well as some pretty incredible news. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine, true nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Your phone calls getting here in just a second. We have a lot of other stories to cover. But let's t- take a moment to talk a little bit more about the, the coup that took place in uh, Russia over the weekend. A couple videos from this. 
from InfoWars.com. Biden stresses U.S., quote, not involved in the Wagner uprising. Furious Putin says the West wanted Russians to kill each other. Within hours ahead of Putin's big speech Monday evening, the Kremlin touted there would be several major announcements, but there was really nothing earth-shattering. In fact, much of the fairly short address to the nation on the Wagner rebellion was a reiteration of prior Kremlin statements, and it didn't exactly appear Tough. While Putin stressed that traitors will face justice and that we defeated a colossal threat, he at the same time seemed to offer a bit of an olive branch. At the same time, we knew and know that the vast majority of fighters and commanders of the Wagner Group are also patriots of Russia, devoted to their friends and the state, Putin said. He said Wagner fighters could sign contracts with the Russian army, saying, quote, Today you have the opportunity to continue serving Russia by entering into a contract with the Ministry of Defense or other law enforcement agencies or to return to your families uh, and friends. Anyone who wants to can go to Belarus, he said of the mutineers. The promise made, the promise I made will be fulfilled. I repeat, the choice is yours, but I'm sure uh, it will be the choice of Russian soldiers who have realized their tragic mistake. Very bizarre, very strange how uh, all of this went down. Now, America and the American authorities are denying any participation in this. But, I mean, they also denied participation in the um, you know, blowing up of the dam and also blowing up of the Nord Stream pipeline for which there has now been a plethora, a, an overabundance of evidence to show that we were, in fact, if not completely behind it, at least doing our part in that particular attack. But they are very certain that we, we had nothing to do with this. Absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> and no one believes you. That's what happens when you lie continuously about everything forever. So let's actually go to one of these videos. Here's Pentagon spokesperson uh, Kirby. Jack Kirby, John Kirby, John Kirby being asked about uh, whether this attempt to oust Vladimir Putin from office in Russia was in line with the desires of the United States. Let's watch. Is the president at all disappointed that this episode came and went and Vladimir Putin's still in power? The president is focused on supporting Ukraine. Uh, we didn't, we're not taking sides in this internal matter. Uh, the president is going to make sure that we're staying focused on Ukraine. He did say, though, in March 2022, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Regime this change. might have changed that. Regime change is not our policy. We've been very, very clear about that. Uh, what we're focused on is making sure Ukraine can succeed on the battlefield. It's like, yeah, this, is a, this is a Russian uh, internal matter. You know, we, we don't care about who's in charge of Russia. Uh, sir, Biden recently said, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. So that's the complete opposite of what you just said. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Who cares, I guess? Yeah, I guess the point is, like, it doesn't matter what we say, what we don't say. It's everything we say is lies. So you know that. We know that. So let's just move on from, from here on out. You ask us questions that you know the answers to. We lie about them. Uh, and then you report our lies as if they're facts. We know how this game is played. We get that. We get it. We get how this goes. Just incredible. There's like, we are, we're not involved in this at all. We love Putin, actually. <laughs> it's just like, okay, come on. Don't, don't be, stop being ridiculous. Stop, stop doing what you're doing. Stop it. No, no, you have to stop it now because uh, you people are psychopaths. Now, I don't know if this, uh, 
I don't know if this is translated or not, so we'll, we'll go to this. I saw the, the translation of it, but I'm not sure if I downloaded the right video here. But this is a French TV host uh, talking to John Kerry, the, uh, the climate czar, the climate envoy of Joe Biden, but taking him to task over the just sheer hypocrisy of American foreign policy. Let's watch that video. Vous, les Américains, vous avez commis le crime d'agression en Irak et ces pays du Sud disent, mais est-ce qu'il faut juger George Bush Pourquoi un George Bush n'est pas jugé de la même façon Vous y seriez favorable Non. Non. Parce qu'il n'y a pas eu euh, d'accusation à l'encontre du président, du président Bush. Alors, si vous avez eu des abus, j'étais contre J'ai fait la guerre du Vietnam, il y avait des abus, j'en ai parlé. translation If Putin needs to be brought up on war crimes, uh, why isn't Bush judged in the same way? French TV anchor confronts John Kerry on U.S. condemning of Putin's Ukraine invasion. Why isn't Bush judged in the same way? I just love John Kerry's response. Just like, no, 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 it's different. It's different this time because it's not us because we don't because Russia doesn't control the U.N. So, you know, <laughs> when you can bring us up on charges, you can't. We control the courts. So that's the way this works from now on. Yeah, America has been run by war criminals for the last several decades with the brief and chaotic exception of Donald Trump. So it's just like we have no we've we've no standing in the international community. Like this is what the occupation by our globalist occupied government has brought us. We have no standing to say anything about any other country invading another country. We just look like the biggest hypocrites in the world, and they can just throw Iraq and Afghanistan back in our face, and we have to take it because our country has been ruled by despicable, warmongering liars for my entire lifetime, and it's ruined our reputation overseas, and it's destroyed any foundation that we ever had of portraying ourselves as some sort of disinterested you know, purveyors of justice. We're not, and they know we're not. And we should be. We could be. The American people like to think that we are, but we also routinely fall for the lies of these people because we have an establishment that is consisting entirely of the most despicable, hateful, moronic people on the face of the earth like John Kerry himself. So they occupy the offices of government. They use our power and our influence and our goodwill to prosecute senseless, endless, destructive wars overseas. And then they walk around acting like, you know, they're the good guys when everybody in the world knows that they're not. And we, the regular American people, have to pay the price for that. It's sickening, but it is, at the end of the day, our fault for letting these two skull and bone pervert compatriots, you know, run our country for the last several decades. And, you know, that is all of our fault, obviously, for allowing this to go on and actually um, – Putin makes a point about this. We can go to clip number nine here. Here's Putin just telling the truth about the West. Let's watch. It says uh, many uh, Euro-Atlantic, the West states, have taken the way where they deny or reject their own roots, including the Christian roots of their countries. In these countries, the moral basis and any traditional identity are being denied. National, religious, cultural, and even gender identities are being 
denied or uh, revised. There, politics treats a family with many children as equal to a homosexual partnership, um, judiciously. The excesses and exaggeration of political correctness in these countries indeed leads to serious considerations in the legitimization of parties that promote the propaganda of pedophilia. People in many European states are actually ashamed of their religious affiliations and are indeed frightened to speak about them. Christian holidays and celebrations are abolished or neutrally renamed as if they were ashamed of those Christian holidays. With this method, one hides away the deeper moral values of these celebrations. So, yeah, translation, Putin says that the West is ruled by satanic pedophiles, and he's exactly right. So, hard to deny, really hard to deny. Just all of this to say, pretty obvious who the good guys and the bad guys are in this particular dichotomy. It's unfortunate that Americans have allowed this downfall to take place under our watch. Now, we'll be back on the other side, take more of your phone calls and talk about what what democracy looks like in Ukraine as they have uh, decided to forego the election part of the democratic process. Yeah, no more elections until the war is over. The war's not going to be over until they say it is. No more elections for the foreseeable future. After all, we're waging a war to defend democracy. We're waging a war to defend democracy, so even if you don't like it, it's going to keep going, and even if you want to vote your way out of it, you can't. We're defending democracy after all. Democracy is more important than you know, letting people have their say and vote for what they want their government to do. Again, it's beyond description at this point. We'll talk about it all through the third hour and your phone calls as well. Stay with us. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. The Independence Day sale is on, and there's massive discounts for just about everything on the site. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Double Patriot points and up to 60% off our incredible products. And best of all, you keep us on the air. We'll be back with your calls and more for the third hour of American Journal. Stay with us, folks. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com.